Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Welcome to episode eight of the ADHD Fempreneur. Today, we're going to be talking about digital tools and apps to streamline your ADHD business operations. Now, On a day-to-day, I use lots of different tools and apps to help me, uh, I guess, build and grow my business and also that of my clients. And I would definitely not be where I am today without the help of using these, you know, um, fantastic, you know, tools that are out there that are designed to help us be uh, more productive, help design, uh, designed to help us automate um, our, our businesses and so on. And the cool thing about it is that as time goes on, these tools and apps are getting better and better and better. Trust me that no matter what you can think of in your business, there's an app for that, right? So there's an app to help you organize your business. There's an app to help you market your business or several of them. There's apps um, to help you uh, run your business and customer operations and the whole works, right? So what I want to do today is go through some of my favorites, some of the ones that are out there, what their uses are, how they can benefit you, uh, the difference between, you know, using one app over another for the ADHD brain and not all of them are equal. Some of them actually are designed out there more for a neurotypical and not for us. And you might find yourself, if you've used them in the past, that it might be, oh, that doesn't work. I don't really like that. And that would be correct for our ADHD brain. So let's first start looking at um, the first apps apps or group of apps I want to talk about that I find really, really useful are what I call sort of the organizational project management type of apps. Okay. Um, and, you know, organization and ADHD hand in hand are generally not two words you'd say together, but these tools and apps certainly do help. One of them is um, Google Drive, right? So it's it's free in Google and you can get yourself and set yourself up a Google Drive account. Now, what Google Drive does or how I use it in my, in my business and my multiple businesses and use it for clients plus my staff members, I use it to keep and hold files and share them with clients as well, all in one place. So what it does is it eliminates the need for multiple different folders on your computer that you can get absolutely lost in, right? So if you've got a, um, you can set up a Gmail account, quite easy, and then you can set up from the Gmail account, you can set up a Google Drive folder. So you really, realistically, all you need to do is go to Google and uh, Google Google Drive. Now, inside this beautiful tool, and I use Google Drive over Dropbox. So both of them are places where you can hold multiple files, right? And you can share them with people. So if you're in a business where you need to have multiple files, need to share them with people, then I use Google Drive over Dropbox. And the reason why is in Google Drive, I can have uh, spreadsheets in there and folders of spreadsheets that I can share with other people or with my clients um, and my my staff members. You can have Word documents in there, which you can do exactly the same with as well. You can hold multiple images in there. So one of the things that I actually um, also use it for, which I find really, really handy is in my business, I need to buy a lot of stock photos, right? And I have an account with Adobe stock photos. So I pay a little bit more money for these premium stock photos, but you can 
go to lots of free sites and whatnot to get them as well. So what happens is over time, though, they can, um, even if you, you download them, uh, they can disappear inside the app that you're using, like Adobe Stock and that. So what I do every single time I download a stock image, it gets taken over and moved over to my uh, Google Drive account in a folder of stock images. So I can share that uh, with my with my staff members and so on. So that's just one of the things. Of course, I've got spreadsheets um, uh, and, and Word documents and so on in there. So and like I said, I prefer it over, over Dropbox and I prefer it for the ADHD brain over Dropbox. It's because you can you can break things up into docs, images, spreadsheets, and it's all in one place, as opposed to when I've used Dropbox, I can get lost in there. As um, So that's really, really frustrating for me. So I hope this has helped you as well. Another thing that I use for project management and organization and so on is a, a, a an app or a tool called Basecamp, right? Basecamp. And I will link all these tools and resources in, in the show notes for you. But so Basecamp is a project management tool. And, uh, and that's exactly what it is. So basically, if you are uh, an ADHD business owner and you have multiple clients, well, Basecamp would be good for you to be able to do all the project management around those clients, or even if it's just in your own business. So um, I prefer it to some of the others out there because of the way it is easy on the ADHD brain. Essentially, it works like I have a fold, I have templates of different programs that I offer. And then I can add a person or a client into that template. Inside that template, I can have discussions, to-do lists, all the images and files in there, but I get my clients to put them in Google Drive and share that over into Basecamp. And it's easy at a glance to look at what discussions are happening, what has not been done in the to-do list or what has been done, who my clients are and what program they're on. So I find that super easy for my ADHD brain, as opposed to something like Slack. I haven't tried Trello, um, but another one is Slack, Asana, ClickUp. To me, they're just not good for the ADHD brain because it looks like everything is really messy. Well, that's just to me anyway, right? Um, so, you know, there seems to be multiple conversations going on, multiple discussions and that, and it's not in an order that I understand for my brain. So I use, like I said, Basecamp over some of the other tools out there. Um, you know, you might be trying, you might, you know, use some of those other ones very successfully. Um, but if you haven't done a project management tool, um, I recommend uh, Basecamp as one of the, the first ones you do. Now, when it comes to taking your creative ideas. Now, I have no doubt that all day, every day, you're probably coming up with all different ideas. I It happens to me generally in the water, so in the shower, I've got heaps of ideas. Um, or when I'm running or exercising, I get lots of ideas. Now, quite often with both of those situations, it's really difficult for me to stop and write things down. <laughs> Uh, especially in the shower, I guess. Um, but I have, uh, I use the voice recorder on my phone when I'm out and about and exercising. So there's all different types of voice recorders you can you can get. I just use the stock standard. I've got an Android. There's a, a voice recorder in there. If you've got an Apple, there'll be a built-in voice recorder. I use those all the time. So when I've got an idea, I stop, I just record it on my phone and, um, and then it keeps that idea there. And it's really, really great. I find it's absolutely fantastic, especially when I'm out and about and I'm exercising, I used to stop. I used to take a piece of paper and a pen and stop, write it down, which takes ages. Nowadays, I can sort of keep running and and, 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 and record that 
whatever it is. But I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of training videos. So when I'm out exercising, it's really, really great if there's one thing that gives me an aha that I think is either going to help me or my business owners, I stop open up the voice recorder and just record that thing and the idea and then I can carry on. Because we know with our ADHD brains, sometimes if that idea comes into our head, we hyper-focus on it and it has literally stopped me from running and I've gone, right, and I've had to rush home, not do my exercise because I needed to get that out. So that has saved me and my creative uh, creative brain is uh, just a voice recorder. It's free on any uh, smartphone out there. So some of the other tools that I love to use for marketing and helping you really grow your business into a multi-million dollar business are some really cool video tools. So as a business owner, video or doing videos is the fastest, quickest, cheapest way to get your business out there, right? It's a really, really great way of getting brand awareness. And that's why you see all the big business owners, all the, um, the, all the top brands all use video, right? So if you can't maybe afford to outsource it and get, you know, a full production team to help you, which is, you know, fantastic because you don't have to do it yourself. Um, then there's some really, really cool tools that you can you can use that can help you. And these are the ones that I've used day to day to get marketing videos out there. So that quickest, cheapest, easiest way to get brand awareness, to show people that you are the solution to their problem, like I said, is video. So here's some cool tools that you can use uh, to help you streamline that process uh, and and um, and make it a lot easier for you. So one of the very first ones I use when I'm filming, it's a really, really high tech bit of equipment that I use to film myself and it's called my smartphone. <laughs> now I happen to use Android. Uh, so I have a Samsung. And the reason why I use personally Android as an ADHD um, and as a woman in business is that it has a really good inbuilt filter on it, as opposed to the iPhone. I did have an iPhone and the iPhone was so good. The camera was so good on it that you could see actually every little wrinkle, pore and whatever else in my skin. So I actually moved over because my girlfriend had an Android and I went, whoa, how did I look so good there? And she says, oh, it's the inbuilt filter. So I I went out and bought myself an Android and it's a Samsung so I could do my filming. Okay. So I just use my phone. I do have a, um, I do have a, a little lapel mic thing that I plug into it. You can buy all sorts of ones online, but actually nowadays the microphone on them is really, really good. So that's how you can film yourself. Now, if you're building your personal brand, which, you know, most of us should be doing, if you're the face of your business, then you need to be on the video. But let's just say, so you've got a video and, and you know, it's not perfect. Let's just say, and you need to edit some things out of it because you've said some things wrong on it and it happens, okay? So I use a tool and it's called CapCut. And there's lots of editing tools out there, but CapCut I find is one of the easiest ones to use. And you can have a desktop version and you can have the mobile version. What I really love about it as opposed to some of the other editing tools out there is A, you can add captions on there. So it actually transcribes your video in there and adds captions and you can choose what type of captions you have. And 75% of people watch a video with the sound down. So if you are talking to the camera, you should have 
captions on there so they can at least see them. But the other thing is, is if you do an edit inside CapCut, what it does is you can cut out a section where, you know, you've, you've had a, a big blooper, let's just say, <laughs> and um, you can cut it out and then it just mirrors the two together, right? That's so it's just easy edit. So easy edit, adds captions, really easy to use. If you don't know how to use it, go find yourself a millennial, or no, a child or um I often joke to people, you can take my teenage children because they're pretty good at that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, so CapCut's really, really great for editing. But there's other apps that I use. So let's just say I'm having a mirror and I don't feel pretty this particular week and the filter isn't working, but I want to get some information out there. There are a couple of other tools. So one is called Lumen5. Now this is, you can do a free version and you can do a paid version, but this is a website you can go to, Lumen5. Now what Lumen5 does is, so you can get a video script and I'll talk in a minute, moment about different places where you can get video scripts, let's just say. You can put the video script, you can actually get one right inside Lumen5 on a specific topic that's related to your business. And you can put it into Lumen 5. And what it does is it makes a video. So it does, it takes that script, it can summarize it into key points, and it turns it into a slideshow video. And literally can do this in a few, less than 60 seconds. So no excuses not for doing videos, uh, even if you don't want to put your face to it, which you should. Um, then you can use something like Lumen 5, which is absolutely fantastic for some of my clients as well. There's another, there's, because of all the AI that's out there at the moment, and I've tested a few of them, you can actually get an AI clone of yourself. You can do a video of yourself, you can send it to certain sites, and it will come back with something that looks pretty much like you. One of my favorite that most people could not even tell the difference between whether it was me or an AI was one called Hey Jen. Hey, Jen, can either have, you can either choose a template of videos of other people, so not yourself, or you can upload a video of yourself in there and it can repurpose that video and make it you. You can also use tools like Descript, which is a, 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 a tool that you can do audio through so you can record your voice. So essentially you can use Hey Jen to make a clone of yourself and you use Descript to bring your audio in there and you match them together and then you've got videos of yourself that are almost undetectable that it's not you. Now the scary thing and I you know about that is that that means anyone can do it as well, all right? But we do need to embrace AI, and I know it can seem a bit scary. I mean, the thought of actually someone being able to do a clone of me and using it for bad is a little bit scary, but it is happening. You know, people are, you know, using AI all day, every day. I want to use it to improve my business. So um, Hey Jen and Descript are two that can go hand in hand in terms of coming up with videos. In, you know, if you don't want to necessarily be in the video all the time, you don't want to be, you know, it's hard to be switched on all the time. Now, this is what's really, really cool, all right? So here's a little, little, little um, way we can use AI to make sure that you are being seen everywhere, that you have content out there that solves the problems that your clients uh, have, that they see you as the authority and gets major brand awareness. And th these tools that I'm going to combine together for you are a little magic 
formula that not many people know out there. That means that you don't necessarily have to be a top marketer, right? Because we're busy business owners. It's really hard to come up with content ideas all the time. But the thing is, is your clients are no doubt going online to find solutions to their problems. So if you are the solution to their problem, when they're searching for it, you start to build that no love and trust factor. And that way you can build the community of raving fans. So here's what I use. So I use an amazing tool. I even hate giving this away. Not many people know about it, but you'll thank me later. It's this amazing cool tool called Answer the Public. This tool scrapes the entire internet and scrapes essentially the most frequently asked questions around a topic that you give it. So you, and it's free for, the, I think it's three searches per IP address a day is free. And then you can upgrade if you want to, to uh, a paid version, which isn't that expensive. I did free for years. I've only upgraded to paid versions because I use it with my clients and things like that. So you can put a topic in there. So I could put ADHD entrepreneur, and then it will tell me your ADHD fempreneur, and it will come back with all the frequently asked questions and it rates the most asked questions to least asked questions. And I can actually take one of those. So you essentially get a year's worth of content ideas in, well, less than two clicks or less than 30 seconds. And then you can take one of those and you can plug it into, let's just say a, um, you can plug it into AI chat GPT, which you may or may not have heard of, but it's most common, I guess, AI tool out there. And you can plug that topic in a chat GPT and ask it to write you a video script, right? That's one way you can do it. Then you can take that video script and you can load it into something like Hey Jen. And Hey Jen, you've got a video of you and your voice and get it to do the video, uh, the, the, hey Jen, the clone of you to actually voice the video. And then what you can do is you can use multiple tools in that and send it out and repurpose it. What you should be doing with your videos is repurposing them. Do it once, send it across multiple channels. So YouTube, um, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and the list goes on. You can take that one video. So those are my favorite tools for videos. Uh, answer the public to come up with the content. We can take that. We can plug it into ChatGPT to come up with the, con uh, the, 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 the content or the video script. That We can plug that into another AI tool uh, like HeyGen or Lumen5 and get it to produce a video for you really, really quickly, which is absolutely cool. So that's really, really helped my business and um, and my branding. And lots of people don't know about those particular tools. So shh, don't tell, don't spread the word too far. Let it be our little ADHD fempreneur secret, okay? Um, so the other thing that uh, you can do is as well is there's a plugin in chat GPT and it's in the upgraded version. So you need ChatGPT4 at the time of me doing this podcast, right? There's probably going to be more somewhere down the future. And where you can actually, um, you can get, you can, you can put in any audio that you've got, uh, any videos that you've got, preferably audio documents and that into, into the plugin. And it can analyze it. So it's an analyzing plugin. And it can analyze all your content. And then you can ask it to write more in that style. And it literally can write, again, video scripts and ideas for a year's worth of content if you want. And then you can take that, plug it into AI, produce videos. 
Uh, these, this, the, where this world's going to with all the stuff that you can do to brand yourself is next level. But here's the deal, is because this AI, these AI tools are readily available to pretty much everyone, it means that maybe sometime in the future, probably not too distant future, that it's not going to be outstanding enough. So if you do some of the stuff and we trust, you know, ChatGPT and um, get it to write our scripts and then we put it into AI, that eventually it's going to be a me too and everyone's doing it. Right now they're not. So if you're jumping on this, I would be doing it now before everyone else is, establishing yourself as the expert in your field and getting out in front of everyone else. Because like I said, soon these, this is just going to be, a, a, everyone's going to know about this stuff. But this is where our beautiful ADHD brains come into even more of a superpower is that yes everyone will be doing the same thing and they'll all be using AI but they will not have our ADHD superpower brain which will be able to turn some of the stuff into more creative stuff be outstanding standing out, out above, above everyone else and that is something that we take for granted that most of us can do so um, so just be aware that you know although other people can use this stuff they will never use it or be as as, as cool as you are with your ADHD uh, superpower um, another tool that I use with ChatGPT, if we're going into the AI realm, is again another little known plugin, and you can do a free version and a paid version, and it's this really cool one called AIPRM. So AIPRM. So it's a plugin, um, and what it does is that it takes over, you know, three thousand prompt builders build these prompts, pop it in here. And um, and I know I've mentioned this in, in, in a previous e episode, uh, but it can take your, you know, you can write content calendar for over a year. You can write an ebook. You can write a, a book. You can write all your marketing material. You can come up with business plans. It pretty much has got over 3,000 prompts, like I said, for anything that you're going to need in business. And it does it really, really well because it's geeks that have written these prompts. So that's one a little, another little plug-in that I have with ChatGPT as well to take AI to the next level. We've kind of covered some of the you know, the project management, you know, structural stuff in your business, then the marketing side of your business, which is your, your you know, upfront marketing. So to help build brand awareness, some of my favorite tools for follow-up, which is super, super important. A lot of business owners don't do it. I don't know why. So one of the things that you should be doing in business is building a list. That's building a database, taking people off social onto your own database because you own it. How do we do that? Well, we well, first of all, we want to be getting email addresses and or phone numbers for people, from people. And how we can get email addresses and phone numbers is by offering something that's high perceived value, low cost of delivery. So that's why you'll see out there people giving away, they're called lead magnets, checklists, uh, e-books, quizzes, uh, doing webinars and so on. So there's lots of different ways to do that, but it's got to be high value to your end user, low cost of delivery to you to be able to encourage people to give you their email addresses and or phone numbers. And then you have to follow up because <laughs> less than 1% of people will buy from you if they don't know you the first time they visit your website or hear from you. If you're and only if your product and service is a hundred under hundred dollars, so that means ninety nine percent of people the first time they visit your website or hear from you will not purchase from you. So you need to follow up. So here are some of the tools that I absolutely uh, love to use, or some of the, uh, my favorite tool that I use for follow up. Two of them. 
uh, and then some alternatives that you can use. So my first number one favorite tool for follow-up is ManyChat. So that's M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T. And again, I'll, I'll have the link to all these resources and tools in the, in the, in the, in the uh, show notes. So ManyChat is, hooks in with Facebook Messenger. And what it does is that it enables you to build out automated follow-up sequences. And you might have experienced it yourself. What I absolutely love about these automated follow-up sequences and it going through Messenger is <clears throat> that the open rates, if you build these lists inside Messenger, are incredibly high. So you build a list, you get emails, phone numbers, and Messenger subscribers if you do it through ManyChat, and you send out a promotional message, you'll get, using Messenger, an 80% plus open rate on that. So what that means is you build a list and your audience opens your promotional messages or your you know value add messages and whatever else. But we also collect emails. Now my favorite tool for collecting emails and follow-up sequences and marketing is it's it's called Contact Owl, but it's been white labeled. But essentially it's on a platform called Go High Level. Now Go High Level does everything, right? You can build landing pages, websites, email follow-up sequences, SMS marketing, you can do payment processes, you can do social media posts inside there. It's you can uh, book uh, do a calendar, uh, but have take appointments in there. It's pretty much the only thing it probably doesn't do that I'd really like it to do. I would really love it to hang out my clothes <laughs> after I've washed them. 10 times over. And I know you can probably relate to that, <laughs> but it does all the automation. So that's my favorite tool for follow-up. And one day the AI and they might be able to hang up my dirty washing, probably, maybe. <laughs> um, so, so that's called, well, I use Contact Owl, um, but it is go high level, but it is a little bit more pricey than your average um, autoresponder is what they're called. So uh, if you haven't got a bigger budget, then you might want to look at other tools like Aweber is one of my favorite, A-W-E-B-E-R. Notes are in there. I'll leave a link to that. Aweber and another one which is sort of a more budget conscious is MailChimp. And a lot of people have heard about MailChimp. Personally, for my ADHD brain, I don't like MailChimp as much. I find it quite clunky. It doesn't have the system that works for my brain. So I've used it initially found out it didn't work for me, went to Aweber, used Aweber for years and then got the budget to go to something like um, Contact Owl, which is which is go go high level um, for all my follow-up and things. And I would be absolutely, uh, seriously, that's a day-to-day -to -day tool for me. I get people into, uh, into go high level and then I market to them. Just with that in mind, and just as a little side note, is when you collect a list in these amazing tools where you can do automated follow-up sequences, make sure you follow up. And it's okay that people unsubscribe. They will. Some people love your stuff. Some people don't want to don't, don't want to get it, and they'll unsubscribe, and that's perfectly fine. Be okay with that. Right? Another couple of really really cool tools that I love. If you are a coach or you teach stuff or you have a membership site, one of my favorite nowadays is Scribe AI. So what it does um, is it takes a screen recording of you doing whatever you need to do on a screen. So it puts together step by step instructions on what you are recording on your screen. If you're recording your screen, I have a Mac, so I love ScreenFlow, but there's another one out there and it's called Camtasia for PC, but there's a free ver a free one out there that's called Loom. So there's lots of screen capture tools where you can record your screen and then, then Scribe AI 
takes every little bit that you do and puts it into a Word document, a step-by-step Word document with uh, with screenshots. It's absolutely brilliant if you're a trainer and you've got membership site and so on. Um, so those are just some of my favorite tools that I use on a day-to-day uh, basis, at why they work for my ADHD brain. But my ultimate thing to automate everything, so to make all of these talk together, is a tool called Zapier. Zapier has automations for everything and it's it basically ties it all together. So make sure you do look that up. Once you start going down that track, you will never look back. So I really, really hope that some of the, the tools and the resources that I use to grow my multi-million dollar ADHD uh, fempreneur business have helped you. And if they have, and you really, really um, want to hear more, uh, love, you know, you're an ADHD fempreneur, then make sure that you uh, do give me a five-star rating uh, on Spotify and Apple podcast and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and my social media uh, channels so that I can help you, uh, you know, take your ADHD superpower to success.